R-A-Y-V-E. R-A-Y-V-E. Rave Cream Shampoo presents Grand Marquis. Grand Marquis, lighted by stars, twinkling, glowing, blazing with myriad lights and colors against the night sky. Rave Cream Shampoo's mammoth billboard announces another exciting evening in the world of make-believe. Grand Marquis stars Olin Soule in a light-hearted comedy entitled The First Hundred Years. And now a greeting from our young star, Olin Soule. <laughs> Thank you, George Stone. And on behalf of Ray's Cream Shampoo, I extend a hearty welcome to you all. Though sometimes they won't admit it, men love to brag about their wives. How they always have a fine dinner ready, slippers by the easy chair, house in spick and span order. And so did Carrie Cornell. Until he came home one evening to find the breakfast dishes still on the table. No dinner, no paper, no wife. But first, what makes hair look young? It's color and gleam. So don't let a color dim-out dull your hair and make your hair look older. Change now to Rave, sensational Rave cream shampoo. Right before your very eyes and with your very first Rave shampoo, see Rave's rich, creamy lather uncover gorgeous new natural color in your hair, color you never dreamed was there. Rave is not a dye, not a tint, not a soap. Rave is the cream shampoo that brings out color and gleam. Even in hardest water, Rave cream shampoo bursts into billows of lather, rinses out fast. Yes, and removes all loose dandruff. No conditioner needed. Rave contains lanolin, doesn't leave hair straw dry. Entire families everywhere are changing to Rave cream shampoo. So try Rave yourself. See Rave uncover breathtaking new natural color in your hair. And you'll rave and rave and rave. Get Rave, sensational Rave cream shampoo. Handy tube, 60 cents, family size, $1. At all drug, department, and 10 cent stores. Get Rave today. Life has been good to Carrie Cornell. He has a good job, a lovely wife, and an apartment. And so, as he walks across the sidewalk to his car, he's in a gay mood. He opens the car door, and then trouble walks into his life. Hey, wait a minute, Carrie. Hmm? Why, Hello, happy. Man. Well, for Pete's sake, how are you? Oh, just fine. How's the law business? Oh, quite legal. How's Edie? Uh, well, I gotta run along. Hmm? Nice to have seen you, Carrie. Well, here, here. Hop in the car. I'll give you a lift, Happy. Oh, well, thanks a lot. Where do you want to go, Happy? Well, doesn't make much difference these days. How's Tilly? Oh, just as sweet as ever. Say, look, is, uh, is something wrong, Happy? Edie's gone home to her mother. Good night. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, did something happen? Mm-hmm. She left me. Oh, uh, why? She didn't like me anymore. Oh. Uh, you and Tilly, uh, getting along okay? Oh, uh, you bet we are. Oh. But, uh... But, Happy, why didn't Edie like you? Oh, got tired of me. Fed up, bored, stiff. It's those little things you have to watch out for. But I always thought that you and Edie were... Were... We were. <laughs> Why, she'd meet me at the door every night. Tilly always has a ribbon in her hair. Dinner, cooking merrily. Slippers by my easy chair. Tall, cool glass of fruit juice. Tilly thinks vegetable juices are better for me. Maybe I should have had vegetable juice. 
And then little by little, well, there'd just be a note propped up against a can of baked beans. She'd gone shopping with a girlfriend. She may have been shopping around, but it wasn't with a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, well. How long have you and Tilly been married now, Carrie? Two years and a half. They always say it's the first year that's the hardest, don't they? First hundred years. <laughs> Listen, Happy, you're coming home to dinner with me. Oh, no, 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 yes, no, no, yes. no. Never bring a friend home to dinner without letting your wife know. I tried it once, just once. Oh, you just don't know Tilly. Why, she always has enough food to feed a task force. <laughs> she, she thinks I need fattening up. Yeah? Mm. You do look a little peaked. I do. Now, say, look, Happy, what you need is a nice home-cooked meal. That'll help restore your faith in human nature. Yeah? Sure, you'll feel like a different person. You sure it's okay? Sure, sure. Yo-ho, Pipsy! I'm home, darling. Oh, just sling your hat there on the hall table, Happy. I always used to call Evie Tootsie Pussy. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Tilly's probably out in the kitchen getting dinner and can't hear. Come on. I uh, think she must have had dinner, or do you always use dirty dishes? Huh? Well, say, those are still the breakfast dishes. I remember the first time Edie left the breakfast dishes. Oh, well, she's probably been baking pies and cakes and hasn't come out of the kitchen all day. Oh, watch that swinging door. It's... Yeah, it does. (laughs) Pipsy, where... Well, for Pete's sake, where can she be? It's 5.30. You better look around for a note. Golly, what's happened now? She's never been gone before. Well, maybe she just went to the grocery store, got hit by a car. Oh, the grocery store is just around the corner. She doesn't have to cross the street. Cars can jump curbs, you know. Hey, telephone. Hello. Hello. That's funny. When I picked up the receiver, the wire was buzzing. Oh? Oh, well, it's probably just one of those things. Well, but wouldn't the hospital or police station try to reach me? Oh, now, listen, Carrie, I shouldn't have said that before. I was just trying to make you feel better. Oh, thanks. Okay. Say, wait a minute. Mrs. Murray might know. She lives across the hall. Come on, Happy. A friend of Tilly's? Well, no. Tilly doesn't... Well, I I guess I know her better than Tilly does. The front window of her apartment sticks. How was that again? Yeah, she's had me raise it for her a few times. Oh? Why, Mr. Cornell, how nice. Oh, do come in. Well, no, thanks. I just... Oh, this is Mr. Rapfogel, Mrs. Murray. Oh, how do you do? (laughs) Very glad to meet you. Uh, Mrs. Murray, I just wondered, did you happen to notice when my wife went out today? Oh, yes, yes, I saw her. It was about ten this morning. She was all dressed up in that darling new suit. Oh? See, I told you there was nothing to worry about. But I couldn't see who the man was. The man? Yes, they got into his car and drove off. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. At first, I thought it was Jim Chapman, the bachelor on the first floor. He has one of those new cars. Uh, oh, uh, but of, of course it, it couldn't have. Oh, no, of course it couldn't. Well, thanks a lot. Listen, Carrie, why don't we just hunt up some little restaurant, huh? Why, you poor starved darlings. Oh, shame on Tilly for treating you that way. You come right in here and have dinner with me. Oh, no. Uh, that is, if uh, you don't mind cold ham no, no, and I... putting in potatoes and No, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I, I, I don't know when I've had a home-cooked meal for certain reasons. Well... Thanks, Mrs. Murray. That, that's very kind, but I'm oh, afraid... Oh, come on now. I get so lonesome always eating alone. And uh, anyway, that crazy window stuck again. Yes, sir. 
That was one of the best meals I ever ate. Why, thank you, Happy. Now, I wish you two wouldn't rush off. Well, Tilly may have phoned or something. And left a message with the receiver? <laughs> That's pretty oh, good. <laughs> oh, you're worried about that mysterious man, aren't you? Oh, I haven't given that a thought. Well, thanks for an awfully nice dinner. Well, you certainly were welcome. I bet that window doesn't stick again. Why, you mean thing. <laughs> well, good night, boys. Good night. Oh, she reminds me of little Edie before we were married. Oh. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Oh, gee, I hope I haven't left my key inside. Oh, no, here it is. Who do you suppose the man was? Oh, that doesn't worry me, Happy. She'll tell me all about... Why, Tilly. Why, Carrie, where on earth have you been? Where have I been? Oh, you remember Happy Ratfogle, Tilly. Oh, hello, Happy. Hello, Tilly. Well, I'll, I'll just get my hat and be running along. Oh, no, now, don't rush I, off. I know how these things are. Well, uh, nice to have seen you again, Carrie. You too, Tilly. Mm-hmm. Good night. <laughs> well, well, why was he acting like a startled fawn? Carrie, why didn't you come home to dinner? I was home to dinner. There wasn't any dinner. There wasn't any Tilly. But you're never home before six. Well, I was early because I brought Happy home to dinner. Without even telling me? But you've always said... Well, how could I tell you when you weren't even here? Well, I tried to phone at 5.30 when I was changing buses, but the bus came just after I dialed. Gosh, I thought it was the hospital. Hospital? What hospital? Oh, any hospital. Carrie, just where have you been? Well, I went to Mrs. Murray's door to ask if You haven't been getting the window unstuck all this time, I hope. Oh, no, she... Hey, listen, I'm not the one who's supposed to do the explaining. Oh, darling, you've been worried about where I was, haven't you? Why should I be worried? Doesn't matter at all where you was. Or were. <laughs> oh. Where were you? Well, at 9.30, I got a phone call. And I was never so astonished in all my life. Why? What do you want you to do? He. It was Mimsy Walker. What's a Mimsy Walker? You remember Mimsy. You met her once years ago and thought she wasn't quite all there. Oh. Well, Oliver seems to have been here this time. Well... She was on her way to New Orleans and stopped between trains. She missed connections and was so upset I had to stay with her till the next one left at 5.18. So that's my story. Aren't you terribly let down? Not yet. Did, uh, did Mimsy have any men with her? I didn't notice any. Mm. Listen, darling, what, who could that be? Mm, maybe Mimsy missed that train, too. Not unless she fell off of it. Hello again. Why, Jim. I just... Oh, good evening. Good evening. Uh, Carrie, you know Jim Chapman. He lives in that bachelor apartment on the first floor. Oh. Oh, I, uh... <laughs> I just ran up to uh, bring you this, Tilly. My bracelet. Jim, where'd you find it? Uh, down behind the seat of my car. Uh, wasn't that lucky? Oh, I'd have died ten times if I'd lost it. Thank you, Jim. Oh, sure. Uh, by the way, Chapman, uh, you've got one of those new cars, haven't you? Yeah, they're terrific. I'll uh, take you for a ride sometime. Thanks. I think I've just had one. Well... <laughs> I must be getting back downstairs. <laughs> Good night. Thank you. Good night. <clears throat> Tilly. Yes, dear? How was uh, Mimsy looking? Oh, just about the same. <laughs> Funny, I thought you were going to ask me how my bracelet got in Jim's car. I imagine it was because you were in Jim's car. Amazing. Want to try for the next question? Well, what were you doing in Jim's... No, not particularly. Well, if you must know... This morning, as I was rushing to meet Mimsy, I ran into Jim and he offered me a lift. All the way downtown, he made passionate love to me and begged me to elope with him. Then he dropped me off at Mimsy's hotel. Why? I spurned him. Did I do wrong? Don't you remember? Oh, Carrie. For a minute, I was all excited. I thought you were jealous. I had dinner tonight with Mildred. I thought you were with Happy. Who's Mildred? Mrs. Murray, across the hall. 
had dinner with that woman. That's why I'm not hungry. It was a very good dinner, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my, my. The way we're both carrying on, anybody would think we were tired of each other. Fed up. Bored stiff. I can see how it might occur to them. But, of course, you don't mind my having dinner with Mildred. No. Aren't you disappointed? Frankly, yes. However, there is one thing I mind. Yeah? I'm sorry you didn't choke. Oh, it's been quite a day. Well, I think I'll go for a long walk before I turn in. Good night, dear. The curtain falls on Act One of the first hundred years. Act Two follows in just a moment. Mother, father, daughter, son, now every one of you can uncover new natural color in your hair with Rave, sensational Rave cream shampoo. Yes, folks, there's color in your hair you never dreamed was there. And just watch Rave bring it to light. Rave is not a dye, not a tint, not a soap. It's the cream shampoo for color and gleam. No wonder whole families rave about Rave, about its billows of lather in hardest water, how fast it rinses out, how thoroughly Rave removes all loose dandruff. Most of all, they're amazed at the new natural color Rave cream shampoo uncovers in hair. Rave contains lanolin, doesn't leave hair straw dry, needs no conditioner. Try Rave, sensational Rave cream shampoo. Handy tube that can't tip, spill, or shatter just 60 cents. Family size, $1. At all drug, department, and 10 cent stores. Get your Rave today. As our second act opens, Tilly and Carrie are eating breakfast. But there seems to be more than a table between them. Don't you want more breakfast than that? No, thanks, dear. It just happens I've got to get down to the office to go over those affidavits. Oh, watch that toast, will you please? I won't have time to eat it anyway. (laughs) Oh, good morning. (laughs) Don't tell me the window's stuck this early. Isn't it awful? (laughs) Ha, ha. Oh, hello, Mildred. Window stuck? Yes, be in the kitchen. Well, come on. I'll be back in just a minute, Tilly. I bet she sits up nights making them stick. Hello? This is Happy Rapfogel. Is Carrie there? He's busy with some carpentry work at the moment. Oh, well, it isn't important. Is this Tilly? Yes, it's still Tilly. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear that. I was a little worried about that mix-up last night. I, I know what those things lead to. Yes, I go to the movies, too. Uh, just remember, Carrie's a nice guy, Tilly. Hang on to him. Don't get sidetracked. Well, I'll drop around one of these days if... If... Goodbye, Tilly. Goodbye. Little sunshine. Well, that won't stick again very soon. What a bit. Huh? Hadn't you better be rushing off to the office, dear? Oh, no special hurry. Uh, where's my briefcase? By your elbow. Oh. Well, I'll phone you later. Oh, almost forgot. Now, hurry away, dear. You're in such a rush, you know. Bye. Hmm. I wonder why she was trying to hurry me off. Oh, bunk. No sense in being silly about this. No, no. Uh, Sorry, I didn't see you. Oh, hello, Cornell. Oh, hello, Chapman. You're getting rather a late start, aren't you? I usually see you leave just before I do. That makes you a little late, too, doesn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's, uh... Nice pot of azaleas you've got there. Hmm? Oh, <laughs> yes, isn't it? Tilly, Mrs. Cornell, my wife, very fond of azaleas. All three of them? <laughs> oh, it's surprising what a pot of azaleas will do. <laughs> Going down, Mr. Cornell? Hmm? Oh, yes, thanks. Uh, so long, Cornell. I'll see you around. 
Tilly, I just wanted to tell you I won't be home to dinner. Oh? Anyone I know? Uh, that guy about those blasted affidavits. You must try dining at home sometime, dear. Oh, I will. I hear the food's very good. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> by the way, did the uh, azaleas arrive? What do you mean? Oh, nothing. I just thought I saw some being delivered. Well, I'll try to get home as early as I can. Don't hurry. I'll have plenty to do. Goodbye, dear. Goodbye, dear. Hey, Tilly, wait a minute. What do you mean? You... Tilly? Oh, so you'll have plenty to do, will you? For two cents, I'd go home right now and... Well, why should I go home? I'm not jealous. Hmm. So she didn't know anything about the azaleas, huh? Oh, Yeah. Now it's this zipper in the back of my dress. <laughs> Can't get it on or off. Well, which was it you wanted, on or off? On. <laughs> Hold still now. Oh, the zipper's caught in one of the sequins. Oh, uh, oh what a perfectly gorgeous dress. Oh, it's my special occasion dress. I've got a dinner date with a very attractive man. <laughs> oh, how nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, that's just grand now, Tilly. <laughs> Don't mention it, Mrs. Murray. Oh, uh, uh, Tilly, I wonder, uh, uh, would you do one more favor for me? Why, yes. While you're waiting for Carrie, uh, Mr. Cornell, would you mind doing a little mending for me? Hello? Hello, Tilly. I just wanted to tell you that I may not get home at all tonight. I was expecting that. Well, I've got to take this guy clear over to East Orange to hunt up somebody who wants to be a witness. And I may have to stay over till morning. I'll phone you later and tell you how it's going. Oh, please, spare me a blow-by-blow description. How could he do this? How could he? Both of them flaunting it right in my face. For two cents, I... Hmm. I wonder if Jim Chapman would enjoy a nice home-cooked dinner tonight. Pipsy, I'm home after all. Are you still up? Oh, the poor little thing. Probably been asleep for hours. Oh, yeah? Well, what goes on? Well... Oh, my gosh, Cornell, you, you scared the witch out of us. Oh, sorry. I just wondered what was going on in the kitchen. I still wonder. Why, I thought you were in East Orange. Yes, that's quite evident. Uh, Carrie, we were just having some ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Well, you spilled some on your dressing gown when you dropped your glass. <laughs> Golly, this does look rather odd, doesn't it? I think we'd uh, better explain, Tilly. Well, yes, that thought had occurred to me. Uh, I was scared to death, Carrie. I heard a burglar out on the balcony by the fire escape. And I just gotten home and was getting ready for bed uh, when she uh, phoned down to me. Uh-huh. Wouldn't it have been quicker to have called the elevator boy? But I did. I leaped down the hall and rang and rang, but there wasn't any answer. So I leaped back and phoned Jim, and he rushed up and grabbed a carving knife and a rolling pin. Uh-huh, and caught the burglar single-handed. Uh, well, no, uh, you see, it was just a cat. Oh. <laughs> well, that, that's cats for you every time. And it, it was such a letdown and so ridiculous, and we were standing right here by the refrigerator, so we uh, 
had some ginger ale. And it's uh, very good ginger ale, too. <laughs> well, I must get back downstairs. Uh, thanks for saving me, Jim. Oh, it was nothing. Uh, thanks for the uh, ginger ale. Made me feel better. I ate too much for dinner tonight. Well, <laughs> good night, Cornell. Good night. Uh, uh, look here, Cornell. That's what really happened, you know. Why, of course, think nothing of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay. <laughs> good night. Good night, Jim, and thanks. Carrie, I, I was really scared, Stiff. I, I heard this noise yes, and... Yes, yes. You told me all that. Well, maybe if I tell you again, you'll believe me. I believe you. I believe you. I... Oh. So there are the azaleas. Oh, I must put them out on the balcony so they can get the morning sun. I... If you think you can try to get my mind on something else to ease your guilty conscience... My guilty conscience? How'd that get into this? How dare you think the things you're thinking after the things you've been doing tonight? I've been doing? All I've been doing is struggling with affidavits. With sequins on them? <laughs> oh, no, you can't try to turn the tables. You can't walk in here too sanctimonious for words and try to make it look as if... As if... Did he have dinner up here, too? Certainly he didn't have dinner up here. Although I did think of inviting him. Did that interest you at all? Hmm. Well, it was about the only thing you could do. After the azaleas. Oh, how can you be so brazen? Well... All right, I'm willing to ignore it. Forget about the whole thing. I can be big about it. Can't you? Oh, you expect me to just forget all about Mrs. Murray? Certainly. If I can forget about Jim, you... Mrs. Murray? You're accusing me of carrying on with Mrs. Murray? And I do mean carrying on. And don't you ever dare speak to me again. Okay. That's perfectly all right with me. If that's the way you feel, okay. Carrie? Oh. Hello, Happy. Say, uh, how about giving me a lift as far as 70th Street, huh? Okay. Get in. Whew. Say, anything wrong? Tilly left this morning. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> Say, uh, look, do you mind starting the car? I I'm in a hurry to get home to dinner. Home? To dinner? Yeah. Edie came back. <laughs> Edie came back? Uh-huh. But I... Oh, we have these little spats all the time. She goes home to her mother once a month. Oh. Well, you didn't think I was taking it seriously, did you? <clears throat> you know, I can't quite figure this out, Happy. Yeah? But something tells me it might be a very good idea to strangle you. Uh, Carrie, I hate to bother you, but uh, uh, could you come in a second? Oh, good evening, Mildred. <laughs> Can't you get the window up? <laughs> Can't get it down. <laughs> it's this one. Oh, well, this is a new one, isn't it? Well, just a minute now. Just a minute. Oh. No, oh. Look out, look yeah. out. Well, that got it, but what did I knock over? Oh, it's all right. I grabbed it. <laughs> oh, good. Gee, I was afraid I... Oh. Aren't they lovely? Personally, I'm a trifle allergic to azaleas. They had the nicest time in your apartment last night. Well, that... Uh, just how did that go again? Uh, I asked Tilly yesterday if she'd do me a favor and put them on your balcony. Uh, mine doesn't get the morning sun, you know. I... You, you mean those are the same azaleas? They're your azaleas? 
stretch you can't guess who brought them to me. <laughs> well, the worst of it is, I think I can. I had dinner with him last night. In fact, he had just gotten back down to his apartment when Tilly phoned about the, <laughs> the cat burglar. <laughs> that was awfully funny, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, awfully funny. Mm. Well, all that's left now is for me to go out and quietly shoot myself. <laughs> Golly, something's burning. I'm just broiling a steak, dear. What? Tilly! Oh, don't look so startled, Carrie. You remember me. Jeez. For a minute, I thought you were General Grant. <laughs> Tilly, aren't you home with your mother? Mm, I'm here. Look, there's your vegetable juice, dear. Oh, thanks, but... But, Tilly, listen... Carrie, did you know that Jim Chapman's engaged to Mildred? He gave her a gorgeous ring and... And some azaleas, too. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's awfully nice. Mildred's such an attractive person. Yeah, yeah. Jim seems like a very nice chap, too. Uh, I... Oh, Tilly, come here. Oh, my sweet little lame brain. Mm. <laughs> oh, you're spilling all nine of your vegetable juices. Oh, let them spill. <laughs> to enjoy tonight's play. And next week, we'll be back with another hilarious comedy romance. You know, the horse is a noble animal. And all that Homer knew about horses was that they could pull a plow. But suddenly, he was hired as the racetrack expert of a big city newspaper and discovered that his heart was galloping every time he looked at his lovely secretary. I know you won't want to miss Crazy Over Horses. So why not join us next week when Rave Cream Shampoo will again present Grand Marquis. Original play, The First Hundred Years, was written by Virginia Safford Lynn and produced by Norman Felton. Olin Soleil was starred in the role of Carrie Cornell. The orchestra was conducted by Joseph Colicchio with original music composed by Emil Soderstrom. Be with us again next week when Grand Marquis will again blaze with light and color high in the gay airwaves, inviting you to join our audience for a performance of Crazy Over Horses. Girls, your fragrance is you to the man you love. It's there in every moment, in every caress. So whisper your love for him with a fragrance men can't forget. Gay, youthful Yankee Clover by Richard Hudnut. Yes, use Yankee Clover in the way that makes it yours alone. For a lovely all-day freshness and to accent your charm. After your bath, smooth on Yankee Clover toilet water top to toe. And then when dressed, high spot your allure with Yankee Clover perfume. A teasing touch here, there, wherever its magic counts most. Yankee Clover, you know, comes in cologne and dusting powder, as well as toilet water and perfume. In Paris, you'd get this romantic, tantalizing fragrance at the famous Richard, Richard Hudnut Salon on the Rue de la Paix. Here, just ask at any leading drug or department store for 
Yankee Clover, gay, unforgettable fragrance by Richard Hudnut. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.